You are listening to the Confident Moms Podcast. I am your host, Laura Dry, and this is episode number 29, Fake It Till You Make It. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. How are you? Thanks for being here. Um, Before we get started with what I want to talk about today, I actually wanted to give a shout out to those of you who have supported me by way of liking and commenting on the podcast. I don't know if you know how podcasts actually work. I don't really, really understand how they work, but I do know that they're much like social media platforms where the more likes and the more um, followers you have, the more your content gets in front of the eyes of people who need it. And so um, because of that, I just wanted to shout out to um, those of you who have taken the time to like and to leave an actual handwritten review. I so, so appreciate that. But more than my appreciation, I love that by doing those things, it allows my podcast to reach more eyes. It allows people who need to hear some of these messages to be able to find the podcast and to listen to them. And that's really why I'm here. So thank you so much. And as a thank you, I'm going to be sharing some of the reviews that I get. And I hope that if you have found one of these episodes helpful, that you will take just a couple minutes to like and or type up a short little review. And I would love to share yours here at the beginning of my next episode. So thank you so much. This first um, review comes from the Lost Little Press, who says, I have always been blessed with a natural confidence and love of being me. But when I became a mom, I felt completely overwhelmed. Four years in, I still feel like a hot mess mom and struggle with confidence in my parental abilities. This podcast is so relevant and helpful. I'm really happy I found it. Thank you so much for this review. I'm so glad that this podcast has been helpful for you, Lost Little Press. All right, guys. Today, we're going to be talking about the look of confidence. Now, I used to believe that I was somebody who couldn't have confidence because I didn't look the part. And I believe that looking the part meant I needed to be loud and outgoing. I needed to be really good at everything. I needed to like always kind of almost be perfect at everything and show like this perfect persona of myself in motherhood, never show weakness, kind of what we talked about in the last episode. And my idea of confidence has drastically shifted and what that means to me, what my idea of what confidence actually means has shifted. And so it has allowed me to realize, hey, I am actually confident. I'm a confident mom. I'm a confident woman. I'm a confident daughter of God. I can be confident in any area of my life because I've changed my mind about what confidence means to me. Now, we can all do that, but I do want to talk today about how we can actually look the part of confidence before we're feeling it. And what I mean by that is, and this is not for anybody else, like 
if you are trying to look the part of confidence so that you can appear confident to others, then that's not what we're talking about today because you're actually not going to feel confident from validation from others. That's an inside job and you actually have to create that for yourself. But you can create, I believe you can create that for yourself by choosing to appear confident to yourself. And I have found for me a few ways that I've been able to feel a little bit more confident in my life and my motherhood through choosing to appear confident to myself. Now, I want to talk first about this idea of faking it till you make it. What are your thoughts about this phrase that we sometimes hear? Oh, you're not feeling like you can do that thing. We'll just fake it till you make it. And in some ways, I feel like faking it until I make it has been the bane of my existence. And in some ways, I feel like it is for all of us. Like, isn't it truly just until we actually know how to do something, until we actually have practiced it, we're kind of faking it in a sense. Like, I don't actually know when I became a a mom, first off the bat, I didn't really know a lot of things. I was kind of just faking it until I made it. And I don't even know that I've even made it yet. And, and new, um, like new stages appear and we just continue on. And so when I think about faking it until I make it, it's kind of this like ongoing, I'm always continuously learning. And when I show up to something willing to fake it until I make it, it's kind of like me showing up with humility, believing that I can create something or believing that I can learn something and kind of having faith in myself in that and then showing myself, Hey, I can do this thing and look how far I've come. And so when I talk about faking it until I make it, that's kind of what I'm talking about today. When I, and I've kind of already talked about becoming a mom, but now, as I'm entering in this new stage of motherhood where I have one teenager and one one on the way um, next month, actually, I feel like I'm faking it till I make it. Every day I get up and I don't know what I'm going to get. I don't know how my kids are going to be feeling and what's going to be going on in their lives and in their brains and how their hormones are going to be reacting and all of the things. Right. And so it's kind of like, "Mm, I think I have them figured out. And then the next day I don't. So every day I just kind of fake it till I make it. And as I take kind of on that, that's okay. And I can decide, Hey, what does a confident, what, what will, how will a confident mom show up today? It allows me to embrace the fake it till I make it and show myself, hey, this is what confidence looks like, and I can be confident in that. Now, on a side note, as I was doing a little bit of research on this, fake it until you make it, I found that the phrase, fake it till you make it, was first um, created or said sometime before the year 1973. So it's not like overly new, but I found it quite... um, fascinating that the earliest reference to a similar phrase occurs in a Simon and Garfunkel song. And I actually love a few Simon and Garfunkel songs. 
The song I'm referring to is called Faking It, and it was released in 1968 as a single. And in the song, Simon says, and I know I'm faking it. I'm not really making it. There's also been some similar advice to what I've kind of already shared about faking it till you make it by a man uh, named William James in a book written in the 1920s. And he like he said this, which I found really fascinating. He said, action seems to follow feeling. And if you've been following along with my podcast, this is what I teach. I teach that our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings drive our actions. Okay. And he goes on to say that action and feeling go together by regulating the action, which is under the more direct control of the will. We can indirectly regulate the feeling, which is not. Thus, the sovereign voluntary path to cheerfulness, if our spontaneous cheerfulness be lost, is to sit up cheerfully, to look around cheerfully, and to act and speak as if cheerfulness were already there. Now, the reason I bring this up is because sometimes people might say, well, I shouldn't hide how I'm truly feeling. If If I'm not cheerful, if I'm whatever the opposite of that is for me today, then I I shouldn't fake it till I make it because that's not me showing up authentically or that's not me being my true self. That's me kind of lying to the world. And I would say yes to all of that, except if you want to be cheerful and you're not. And if that's the case, like if today I want to show up as a cheerful, cheerful mom, but I woke up in a state for I don't even know the reason. And I want to show up as a cheerful mom. And that's something that I desire. I believe we can use this idea of fake it till you make it to get ourselves where we want to be. Are you with me here? And so just like William James said, if our spontaneous cheerfulness be lost, then why not fake it till you make it is what he's essentially saying. Sit up cheerfully. What does cheerfulness look like to you? Does it mean to put a smile on your face and to think about things that make you feel cheerful and look around cheerfully and act and speak as if cheerfulness were already there? And he says, if such conduct conduct does not make you soon feel cheerful, nothing else on that occasion can. And I love that. He says, so to feel brave, act as if you were brave. Use all of your will to that end. And a courage fit will very likely replace the fit of fear. I believe that everything William James is saying here is true. If you so desire to be happy, to feel confident, to be cheerful or courageous, you can through playing the part of somebody who shows up in that way. And if that is your desire, then you can choose to show up in a way that is essentially faking it until you make it. Now, as a mom, I have found, yeah, I want to be confident. I want to feel confident. Not only do I want to come off as confident, which I've already kind of talked about, but I want to show up confidently mostly because when I show up confidently, I'm being the person that I want to be in the world. I'm showing up as the mom that I want to be in the world. I'm better able to 
be the person that I want to be when I'm accessing confidence in my life, when I'm feeling that. And so today I want to share three simple ways that I have found that help me in my ability to access confidence, to access the confident version of myself that I want to be in my day-to-day life, in my motherhood, in all the areas, you know, whether I am working, whether I am at home making dinner with my kids, whether I'm doing laundry, whether I'm just getting up, like all of the things. I want to share these three simple ways that you can maybe access some greater confidence in your life. And if nothing else, I want to challenge you to just try them out over the next week and see maybe how things might change for you and your confidence, your look of confidence and how that look of confidence, the look to you might change your experience. So the first one is to smile. So simple, right? I don't know how often I was at the grocery store this morning, actually, and I made a point of smiling at people. And it was interesting to me to see how many smiles were returned, how many people didn't even pay attention to me or my smile. They weren't even looking at me. And I'm not saying that I smile for others. I actually was smiling for me. I wanted, I want to show up as the person that people might feel comfortable to be around or to maybe lift them up if they're having a bad day. Now, something that I found as I did a a little bit of research on smiling, because I, as I have tried over the years to smile more, which sometimes I have to really be intentional about because, um, maybe you would agree with this too. Oftentimes my face does not reflect how I'm actually feeling. I think sometimes it really, really does actually reflect how I'm feeling and maybe not in a good way, but often when I am happy, when nothing is really going wrong, when everything is going fine, I think sometimes I look the opposite of that. And so I want to train my brain, train my muscles in my face to smile more, to smile when I'm happy and to practice that. And I found that when I practice smiling, my day gets better. I access a little bit of happiness that maybe I didn't. I access gratitude that maybe I wasn't. And so as I was doing some research to back up my thoughts about smiling, I found that one study, which suggests that smiling can help us recover faster from stress. Smiling can actually reduce our heart rate And it says there's also been evidence that forcing a smile can still bring you a boost in your mood and happiness level. So there's my proof, guys, that faking it till you make it, if that is a desire of yours, if you want to be a little bit happier, then force a smile upon your face because whatever this study is, suggests that it can boost your mood and happiness level. I'm not telling you to believe me. I'm just asking you to try it on, try it out for yourself. I think it's maybe worth um, 
the experimentation. What do you have to lose? The second simple step that I want to share is one that I find so helpful in my life. So simple. And that is just making your bed in the morning. When you get up in the morning, make your bed. Interesting, interestingly enough, we spend one third of our lives in our bedrooms. I'm sure take that with a grain of salt. Maybe some of us more than others. But with that said, I think that there's some truth in the fact that we're spending a lot of time in our room. And if it is a disastrous mess, it's going to be really hard to feel grounded. It's going to be really hard to feel calm and peaceful. And so I think that a tidy bedroom can help calm your mind. It can help you feel that grounded as opposed to being surrounded by disorganization. Okay. Also a made bed can help make your room look a little bit more inviting. It can create an atmosphere of tranquility. Now I'm somebody who gets up in the morning and I don't usually spend much more time in my room. Some days I do if I'm, um, well, and that's what I kind of want to talk about. Um, somebody that as I was doing this research, somebody had written in a, in an article that I was reading that just said, if you make your bed, you're less likely to crawl back into it. And so I just want to say that on those days where I'm get up in a rush and I'm not intentional about making my bed, it's so much more tempting. If maybe I have a day where I am, it's like a creating content day or it's my free day. My kids are off at school. It's so much more tempting for me to like write my emails or um, respond to messages from the comfort of my warm bed, especially in the winter guys, because I'm always cold and I like to be warm, but I actually don't feel as productive on those days when I'm in my bedroom, in my bed, which is so fascinating. And that might not be true for all of you, but it's a little bit true for me. And so I thought, Hey, maybe I'm going to share it. Um, Gretchen Rubin, who is an author of the book, The Happiness Project, found that outer order leads to inner calm. And this is what she said in her book. She wrote that one of the most common symbol changes that led to happiness is learning to make the bed each morning. Not only is it about like feeling organized, but sometimes when I'm not super organized, I'm not super sure, okay, what is today going to bring? Just that act of making my bed feels so good. It's like, hey, look at what I've already accomplished today. And it kind of sets the tone for the rest of the day of, hey, now what? Like I can do the next thing and I can do the next thing. Um, and I'm not saying that you need to fill your day with to-dos in order to feel productive. I'm just saying that for me, making my bed is just a really great start of my day that gets the ball rolling, helping me feel confident on purpose, helps me show up as the confident person that I want to be and look the part of confidence a little bit. Okay. Try it on. If it resonates with you, see what changes for you. And if it's maybe could be a positive part of your new normal routine. A fake in it till you make it. 
And then the last tip that I want to share, the last idea that I encourage you to play around with and experiment with is getting dressed and putting on your makeup. And so there were many years where I had a daycare from my home. So for 13 years, I've only not been doing it for coming up on two years. And I loved that job most days. But one of the reasons I think I loved it so much is because my uniform was sweatpants and t-shirts and sweatshirts. And I love wearing um, sweatpants. I'm so comfortable in sweatpants. However, wearing sweatpants day in and day out doesn't actually, for me anyways, it doesn't make me feel as motivated as I do on the days where I get dressed up in something that makes me feel good about me. And when I put on my makeup and when I start my day, and again, not doing it for other people, because we all know when we do this, we're trying to impress or we're trying to get validation. We're trying to feel good about ourselves. So we do outward things. I'm, I'm talking about when I get up in the morning and put on a, even a pair of jeans and a nice top. And I, yay, I showered that day and I washed my hair and I blow dried it and I style it and I put on some, a little bit of makeup and I like, I give myself a reason to decide, Hey, I, I am worth getting ready for today. That's kind of the attitude that I have for me. It's playing the part of confidence for me. It's like, today's going to be a great day and I'm worth getting dressed up for today. And I would notice that on those days that I chose to show up in that way, whether it was for my daycare business or whether it's for a day where all I'm doing is sitting on my computer, creating content or answering emails, those days go a little bit better. They're easier days for me to put a smile on my face and to feel that confidence and to embody the actions that come from feeling confident, showing up for my kids the way that I want to, showing up for my life the way that I want to. And so Again, I found some research about getting dressed and putting on your makeup. And in this one study or this one article that I was reading, as I was looking up research about this said, like, again, getting up increases, getting up, getting dressed, putting on your makeup may increase your productivity throughout the day. It gets you up and moving. You feel better about yourself because you avoid thoughts that create guilt. I don't know if that's true. Sometimes when I'm in my when I'm in my sweatpants for days on end, I notice thoughts like, oh, you're so lazy. Like my kids will come home and they're like, mom, you're still in your sweatpants. It's easy for me to step into thoughts of guilt or shame about how I'm dressed. Again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with wearing sweatpants. I am your greatest um, ally when it comes to sweatpants. But I'm just saying, how? what are the thoughts that doing that day in and day out create for you? Is it creating some guilt? Um, maybe there's thoughts like I should have got more done or I'm so lazy. I wasted my day. I didn't get enough done. I'm so not put together, right? The comparison, maybe we compare ourselves with the perfect put together moms that we see on Instagram and who are not wearing their sweatpants. What will people think if they randomly stop at my door? Here's something 
that I think often when I'm having one of my content days in my sweatpants and I think, oh, I'm so lucky that I have created a life for myself where I can just wear sweatpants. And then I think, what's going to, what are people going to think when they come to my door and it's the middle of the week and I'm wearing my sweatpants? Really? Those are good thoughts to notice because it just means we're worrying more about what other people think than what we think. What do you think and how do you feel? Do you feel more lazy when you don't get up and get ready and remind yourself that you're worth getting ready for? And could things change for you if you tried this on? Maybe you don't want to try it on and that's fine too, but I just want to challenge you to decide that you're worth getting ready for in the morning and see if there's a noticeable difference for you when you do. Just try it out for the next coming week. Um, so again, just to recap, the three things that I want you to try this week is putting a smile on your face, forcing a smile on your face, faking it till you make it. Try on making your bed for a week. Does it make you feel a little bit more peaceful and calm? Does it start your day and the momentum of your day going off in the direction that you want it to, a confident direction that you want it to? And you are worth getting up and getting ready for no matter what your day looks like, whether your day looks like changing bums and making food and doing dishes and laundry, whether it looks like running kids to and from activities, whether it looks like sitting in front of the TV, watching Netflix, whatever your day looks like, whether it's going off to an eight-hour busy job, you are worth getting up and getting ready for, not for anybody else but you. Try it on. Try on this idea of actually it's okay to fake it till you make it and see the difference that it makes for you in your look of confidence, in how you perceive yourself and your ability to create the confident life that you want that will drive you showing up as the confident version of you that you desire to be. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to hear about the things that you're doing and trying out. And we will see you right back here for another episode next week. Thanks for listening. If you are ready to grow your confidence, get unstuck or feel better so that you can become happier in your motherhood and all the other areas of your life, then I would love to invite you to come work with me head on over to lauradrycoaching.com to learn more, access all my free content, or book a consultation with me. You deserve confidence, and I would love to help you access yours.